Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today in the newscast, the man known as the Butcher of Tehran just became Iran's new president. So, does this make war even more likely in the Middle East? Get my take coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. The Iranian regime has a new president. His name is Ibrahim Raisi and he was elected in an election that was anything but free and fair in Iran on Friday, June 18th. Now, he was basically the hand-picked choice of the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei. Many have said that Raisi may one day succeed Khamenei as Supreme Leader. Remember, Khamenei is 82 years old. I'm sure he is looking for an heir apparent. And some observers say that Ibrahim Raisi may indeed fit that role Khamenei, in the run-up to this election, basically cleared out any competition that Raisi would potentially have for the presidency. And now his man has ascended to that important role, important in that the president in many ways in Iran is the public face of the regime and its policies. Now, folks, make no mistake about it. The supreme leader is the ultimate authority in that country. He ultimately calls the shots and the president of Iran answers to the supreme leader, again, who is now Ayatollah Khamenei, but still a very important role in terms of what kind of message the Iranian regime wants to project to the world. We're going to get into that in a minute. Before I do, a quick glance at how the international media and world leaders have responded to Raisi's, again, quote-unquote, election. The fix was in before this election even took place. We knew that Raisi was going to prevail because the Supreme Leader wanted him to prevail. But the response from the media, very interesting. They have referred to Raisi as a hardliner, a conservative, and an ultra-conservative. Now, that's the media's take. The take of the Iranian people is even more enlightening and more true to fact and true to life. He has become known as the Butcher of Tehran, has Ibrahim Raisi, for in particular his role in the 1988 mass execution of Iranian dissidents and political prisoners. Now, he was a judge at the time. He went on to become the head of Iran's judiciary in 2019. Now he will be president, leaving that judiciary role. But he's been intensely and intimately involved in Iran's legal, if you can call it legal, system uh, since the revolution came to power in 1979. And look, Iran is one of the world leaders in executions. And Raisi reportedly has gleefully taken part in many of these executions, ordered many of these executions. I mentioned 1988, that mass killing that went on by the regime. But also we had reports emerge over the weekend that Raisi sentenced a pregnant woman to be tortured, sentenced people to be thrown off cliffs, all sorts of reports coming out of Iran now that he has become president, a very powerful position. Once again, to give you an idea of who he is and what he's all about, 
the United States under President Trump actually sanctioned Ibrahim Raisi for his radical and illicit activities. Again, he is in the inner circle of the Supreme Leader, Ayatollah Khamenei, but in particular, those U.S. sanctions came as a result, again, of those 1988 mass executions, which, again, Raisi was intimately involved in, according to all reports, to the point, if you might be watching now and say, well, President Trump was real tough on Iran. He's a conservative right-wing guy. Of course, he sanctioned Raisi. Yes, and he did rightfully so. But what about Amnesty International? Amnesty International is anything but a conservative right-wing organization, to say the least. And yet, over the weekend, Amnesty International expressed their grave concern about Raisi's election as Iran's president and called for him to be investigated for crimes against humanity. So, you have all sides of the political spectrum saying, "Uh uh-oh, this is a big deal, it's not a good thing. In Israel, as a matter of fact, the new Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, who was just sworn in about eight days ago, said this is a regime of executioners, even more so now that Raisi is in the position of president, Yair Lapid, who is Israel's foreign minister, said, look, second look at the Iran nuclear deal. Look, the West now, folks, it should have been enough, and we talked about this on the newscast, it should have been enough with the Hamas war last month that Iran instigated and and through its proxies, Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza, where Iran pressed the issue with these attacks against Israel. That enough should have been enough for Europe and the United States to pull out of any negotiations uh, on the Iran nuclear deal and any talk of reviving that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. Iran sparked a major war that left many people dead just one month ago, but yet that was not enough for Western powers to walk away. Will this do it now? Now that the man, who will certainly be involved, I would think, in, in some form or fashion, in the negotiations and have some contact with Western leaders. Again, he's the public face of the regime. If you think of Hassan Rouhani, the man he will replace, it becomes official in August. This August, by the way, Raisi becomes president. Rouhani is shown the door. But Rouhani was known as the great moderate. When he was elected, he was hailed by the global media as a moderating force As a reasonable individual, he turned out to be anything but. He may have presented a smiling, moderate, moderate face to the world, but his policies were exactly in lockstep with the Iranian regime. Uh, He advocated for the destruction of Israel. He also called America the great Satan. This was the moderate, Hassan Rouhani. Now the mask is off. At the end of the day... I don't want to say it doesn't matter who the president is because, again, the public face matters, right, for the PR, for Iran's PR campaign around the world. But at the end of the day, the supreme leader holds all of the cards. Recognize that, folks, as you're following media reports about Raisi. Yes, it's a troubling, troubling signal that he is now in that role. But the supreme leader is the ultimate authority. There's a reason he's called the supreme leader, because at the end of the day, he makes the decisions He calls the shots. He will overrule the president. The president answers to him in the Iranian political system. And Iran's elite Revolutionary Guards Corps is essentially the Supreme Leader's own private army, own private military or militia. 
ingrained in every aspect of Iranian society, including the nuclear program and the economy. So that is the power structure from 2005 until I believe 2013. Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, remember him? A very radical face for the Iranian regime to be presented as their president, to be the man speaking at the UN General Assembly and making public statements and articulating the regime's policies to the world. Very radical, obviously, a Holocaust denier called for Israel's destruction time and time again. So folks, if you think about it, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad really accomplished what the regime put him in that position to do. In essence, he strong-armed the world and made threats, and the world said, hey, we don't want any trouble, we don't want war, we would rather appease you and enter the Iran nuclear deal. So Ahmadinejad, with those threats that he made, and with that aggressive face, and with the threat of war looming, the world said, okay, we want to play ball, Iran, we don't want to fight you, we don't want conflict. Then Ahmadinejad was slid out of that position in 2013, and Hassan Rouhani, who I mentioned, the smiling, more moderate in the view of the mainstream media and diplomats around the world at least, the more moderating, happy face of the Iranian regime, then he was thrust into that position. The timing, folks, of that move was not a coincidence. It was to seal the deal on the Iran nuclear deal. It was a signal to the world that, hey, you know what? We're going a little more in the moderate direction. You can come to the table and negotiate with us. Look, it's Hassan Rouhani. It's not Mahmoud Ahmadinejad you'll be talking to. You'll be talking to Rouhani. He's a reasonable guy. He's seasoned. We can do this deal. It was a very, very clever and strategic move by the Iranian regime to change horses in midstream. And guess what? In 2015, the nuclear deal came to fruition. Folks, if a hardliner... Uh, came to power, a hardliner is a media cause, and I call them uh, the butcher of Tehran is more fitting for someone like Raisi, but if a more Ahmadinejad-type person came to power rather than Rouhani, perhaps that Iran deal would not have happened. So what you're seeing is the Iranian regime basically throwing any caution to the wind and saying, you know what, this is who we are, this is our true face, Raisi is our guy, he's a true Iranian radical revolutionary, he is a possible successor to the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei. It doesn't matter who we put in that presidency role right now. The West wants a deal bad. We have effectively blackmailed them and threatened them to the point where they're saying, we just want a deal. Even if Raisi's in there, we just want a deal. So we see another potential prophetic chess piece moving on the board. Here's the good news. God Almighty still sits on the throne. The God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, and that will not change no matter who is the president of Iran. So be encouraged, take heart. God Almighty will never leave or forsake you or his land and his people. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the Watchman Newscast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to see more, make sure you go ahead and hit the like button, click subscribe, and tap the bell icon to turn on notifications for new Watchman Newscast episodes every weekday.